Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Importance of Everything, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Molly, and for today's episode, we are talking with the wonderful, the amazing, the lovely Kate Meganson about some of your unpopular opinions. Let's get into it. Yeah, and they came that fast. Like, that is insane. It is. So, try them on later. Hopefully they fit. If not, oh well. Did I get them both in a... Okay. 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 We'll figure it out. That's for later. (laughs) That's for later. Perfect. I loved that. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. (laughs) Now to the podcast. Yeah. Tangent number one of the podcast. One of many. Hey, guys. (laughs) So if y'all didn't already know, we have Kate back on the podcast. Hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Back in the house. Back in the house. Yeah. Kate was <laughs> the second guest I ever had. Today's topic is unpopular <laughs> opinions, which I thought would be fun. Nice. So a couple days ago, or maybe it was legitimately yesterday. I actually have no clue. I think it was yesterday. Time. Was it yesterday? I think it was. <laughs> Well, in that case, um, <laughs> yesterday I put up a poll on my Instagram story and asked people to send in their unpopular opinions for the pod. Um, so I thought I would read them out and then we could talk about them. But uh, before we do that, I was wondering, do you have any personal unpopular opinions that you want to mention? I made a small list. One I feel like we're going to get into because I answered your poll using it, so I'm not going <laughs> to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> This one might sound a little bit biased, but I'm going to explain it. Podcasts are better than listening to albums while walking. This is a very niche one and very specific, but it's one of the few arguments I've ever had with my friend Maya because she's an avid, like, listen to music, bop, pretend you're in, like, a coming-of-age film, but I'm a strict podcaster. I will not listen to music. I'm literally a musical theater major. I don't listen to music because I will take it way too seriously. And I will create a production and I don't think the people are ready for that. But like podcasts, you get to like digest information. It's funny. You get like points of view and music is just like, you know, (laughs) it's a very, it's a very specific one, but that's one of my, that's one of my big ones. Cause no one seems to prefer podcasts over albums, but. No, honestly, I'm with you on that one. Like, (laughs) like in the mornings now I've started taking my coffee like on a walk then I'll have a podcast in and it's just like a vibe you know like it's just a nice conversation it's a good way to start off the morning you don't have to worry about like like flipping through songs that you don't want to listen to or like if they don't match the mood because it's just like a nice conversation good vibes exactly yeah you get extra brownie points if you're listening to this right now on a walk yeah okay beautiful (laughs) um so I thought for the next little section, uh, these are some unpopular opinions that people sent in and they're very like, you're like on one side or the other. So I thought we could do like a quick fire round, like say whatever comes to mind and then we'll get into the deep stuff later on. Gotcha, lightning round. Okay, yeah, lightning round. So first off, cereal without milk is superior to cereal with milk. Absolutely not. No, cereal with milk. Get your life together. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like cereal without milk is just so sawdusty. Yeah. Have you ever had Cheerios without milk? 
just not a good vibe. I've had it like twice and it's because I was really bored of my snacking options. <laughs> so yeah. All right. That's all we have. with milk. Cereal with milk all the way. No okay. questions. No questions. Okay. Second one. Snapchat is better than Instagram. Oh, ah, I think I'm going to have to disagree with that one as well. Because yeah. the Snapchat like stories explore feature is just so weird. Like I can get lost on Instagram, but I can't last more than 10 minutes on Snapchat. I always get like all of these famous TikTokers who I don't know. <laughs> like I always get their like <laughs> community stories or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know who this is. I've never Please seen stop anybody. Suggesting this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Snapchat has driven me crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, third one, winter is better than summer. Uh-uh, sorry. As a winter baby, no, not at all. As soon as it gets past New Year's, at least in Canada, oh it's just snowy and cold for like three, four months after that, and it's unbearable. Seasonal Even depression. worse, it's slushy. Like February, yeah. March is just Ugh. dirt. It's just slush. It's disgusting. January is the worst month, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, nothing happens except for the first day for like five hours and yeah. then everything is just it's january we can't keep the christmas stuff up anymore and it's too early to put a valentine like it's just it's awful it I is it. yeah summer superior <laughs> okay <laughs> um fourth one the show falcon and the winter soldier is boring af i don't know that show it's okay i've watched it it's on disney plus and honestly, I kind of have to agree with this. I like watched WandaVision, which was the previous show. I've seen one episode. Yeah, it's really good. I think you have to get mm -hmm. like the first two kind of world building episodes and then it's really good. Mm -hmm. But am I going to pretend that Falcon and the Winter Soldier <laughs> produces half of the serotonin that oh, WandaVision did? No, no, I'm not. All they do not. is wander around and like fight each other. And there's like, I don't really care about any of the characters except for Sebastian Stan and oh, um, gosh. Anthony Mackie. And like, like, I really want to like it, but mm -hmm. do I? I'm going to keep watching yeah. till the end, but yeah. May as well, if you've gone this far. Yeah. Stick but the around. ending of the fourth episode did have me like completely shaken. I was like, oh, yeah, shook it, so. if you will. Shook it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. Anyways, moving on um ice cream cakes like aren't even that good what is your opinion on that I can't tell you the last time I had an ice cream cake but I think hypothetically I'm going to agree because they get like melty if it's anything like an ice cream sandwich I don't like those very much like I'll eat them if that's what's on offer but I'd much prefer like a red velvet like a, a nice wet cake that isn't <laughs> melting like, you know, like a moist cake. Like I hate that word. But <laughs> I don't disagree on this one. I like ice cream is my favorite thing in the world. Um, in all <laughs> forms, I will always eat it. So I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> you froze for a second, but I heard disagree. So Okay, cool. It's okay. Um, okay. It's all good. <laughs> Going off <laughs> this whole food thing, next opinion is yeah. cream cheese is only good on bagels. It's repulsive on toast. I would I would never put it on toast, but I'll say the only thing apart from bagels that I like cream cheese on is on like slices of deli. It's what we call oh, an fair. Uncle Ross meat stick because my Uncle Ross 
would bring them to like family gatherings and you put mm. cream cheese on like a slice of ham and then you roll up the ham Ooh. it's great it's like yeah. a nice little breakfast thing it's great I love it but yeah. otherwise I agree mm-hmm. I'm a vegetarian so I've never tried that rude but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah also though cream cheese icing is like my favorite thing cream cheese icing. I forgot about that yeah yeah like a red velvet cheesecake kind of thing. I yeah, keep going yeah. back to red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> Can you it's tell it's my favorite type of cake? Yeah. It's just red velvet cheesecake all the way. Understandable. I mean, red velvet. I actually did not know that red velvet was just like, you just put food coloring and like chocolate cake mix and then add. It took me forever. I just, I don't understand that. I feel like they taste so different. Next one. Um... This is kind of like a, wait, have you listened to Fearless Taylor's version? The album? No, but I've seen TikToks about it. Okay. So I know like she doesn't say baby at one point where she's supposed to say baby and everyone's freaking out. Oh. That's about the extent of my knowledge of what's going on on the yeah. album. <laughs> okay. Um, I am like a very big Swifty, so I could answer this one. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said, Mr. Perfectly Fine is the best song off of Fearless, Taylor's version. Really, I don't understand how you can have like a favorite Taylor song because all of them are just immaculate. So obviously. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the final one for the quick fire lightning round is um, The Earth is Flat. <laughs> 1,000 for, no. (laughs) Y'all, I don't know who your audience is who's answering this. It's okay, Okay. I respect your opinion, even if it's wrong. Those TikToks, like that astronauts post, and they're like in space, and they're working on the space station, and then it's like pans over to the earth. Okay, I'm on space TikTok. (laughs) TikTok. I recently went over to John Mulaney, John Mulaney murder TikTok. <laughs> what? It's kind of great. Didn't it's almost better than, uh, what's it called? Woodchuck Revolution TikTok. That was fun. I was over there for a bit, like months ago. I I didn't know that those sides of TikTok existed, but you know, pop off. I can't believe you missed Wood, Woodchuck Revolution TikTok. <laughs> what is Woodchuck Revolution? It was Revolution so good. TikTok? It was a Woodchuck Revolution. It was making it was you know the song is like how much can a woodchuck chuck chuck woodchuck chuck chuck wood like this hunger games-esque thing for the woodchuck revolution (laughs) it was Mm, wow it was so good it was so good i don't know i was on hunger games tiktok for a while but okay never got onto woodchuck revolution revelation hunger games tiktok so (laughs) but we're going to be history. We're making history. It's like Hamilton. Is it? Are we Hamilton this year? <laughs> really like Hamilton? 1776. 2021. Toronto. <laughs> New York City. Pardon me. Wait, have you heard the remix to just while we're on our Hamilton, going back to our Hamilton phase in middle school? Um... <laughs> Have you heard the remix of like Aaron Verser, but like the backing track is up? Oh, that's right. That aren't me. Are you Aaron Verser? <laughs> that kills me every single time because people go so hard when they're dancing to it. It's so funny. <laughs> New York City. Oh, <laughs> my mic hasn't been plugged in this whole time. 
it's gonna be so reverby oh my gosh Ooh. okay well that's a bit of a rip but now we're plugged in oh wow lucky sorry you yeah okay oh, um anyways yeah. that was a whole tangent but now that we're done those like lightning, lightning speed <laughs> unpopular things <laughs> um let's do let's get into some deeper ones that people wrote in shall we Ooh. No, I know. I'm doing the evil hands. I'm very excited. Yes. Okay. Ooh. First one. Um, somebody wrote in, everything does not happen for a reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of like that one. I've always been iffy on the everything happens for a reason thing. Cause like kind of how life works is that when you do something, something happens. Like if I were to go to a certain university, I'm going to do a certain program kind of thing. Like it's not, it's kind of set out, discredited my own statement there. I think I just said two completely different things to make the same point, but you get what I mean. It's I like, do. I'm iffy on that everything happens for a reason. So I think I kind of agree with that one. This one kind of reminds me of, you know, that thing, that cliche people say when you're going through something like, oh, the trauma is oh, yeah. make you stronger. Like, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times there's absolutely no reason or justification or explanation behind like why good people go through bad circumstances and yeah. saying like everything happens for a reason. The trauma is going to make you stronger. Like, I think that trauma does not make you stronger at all yeah <laughs> opinion, but it's just gonna doesn't. say uh it's called trauma for a reason because yeah. it doesn't it's not like you get hit by a car and now you like absolutely love cars kind of thing yeah like, that's gonna affect you like it doesn't make you stronger it just makes you vulnerable and terrified and scared or the person and the only factor in that situation who picked yourself up and like Mm -hmm. like who made yourself keep going despite yeah it's like really for lack of a better term shitty thing <laughs> yeah um yeah I agree not everything happens for a reason anyways <laughs> okay um so the next unpopular opinion is that um you know the whole trend around like crystals like amethyst does mm -hmm. this this thing does this um somebody yeah. said uh, crystals are not really it brings into question cultural appropriation sometimes they're not ethically sourced funnily enough I almost wrote this down as one of my my unpopular opinions oh really like kind of the, the the witchy stuff like the the crystals and stuff aren't always like aren't necessarily real I guess if my friends listen to this they're gonna punch me in the face because they all believe very much so in like crystals and tarot and like spells and stuff good on you if that if that makes you happy go for it but personally I don't see how a rock can change my energy like if I carry around like I think it's um um a quartz like a, a certain type of quartz will clear the energy around you and like take out toxic energy and stuff if I wear that as like a ring or if I carry it in my pocket, is that supposed to make my day better? Is that supposed to make people nicer to me? Like, I, I don't get how that works. Yeah. So, and that's not even taking into account, like, the ethical ways that they're sourced and cultural appropriation and all that kind of stuff. Just the rock itself, the crystal itself. I don't, 
that's a good one that made me think yeah same I was I read that and I was like whoa (laughs) wait Um, a minute this is deep man glad you (laughs) saved it for the deep one yeah okay um and then the next one that somebody wrote in is the best comedy shows are criminally underrated like Superstore and Schitt's Creek (gasps) I love my favorite shows yeah I've never watched Superstore but Schitt's Creek is legitimately one of the best shows that's like ever existed um oh yeah Eugene Superstore is like the office of Walmart. I love that. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. along this line of underrated shows, have you ever watched The Good Place? No, but a lot of people have recommended it to me. It's on my watch list. It's so good. I just finished it and it's like, Ooh. it's so feel good and it's so like whimsical and I don't want to use this word because, but like quirky, <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no, was so loud. I know it's just because it's like such a, like what the show is formulated around is basically like when you die, you go to the good place or the bad place, which is different oh. from heaven and hell, and it's like okay, it's just it's it's so good and it's like a really weird thing to structure a show around but it works so well and it's so funny and yeah anyways I'm definitely gonna watch it I'm watching Bob's Burgers right now so I'll watch it next yeah I've never watched that so I just found out that it's on Amazon Prime not an ad for Amazon Prime but the two animated shows I want to watch are both on wait what's the other one weren't you watching Morty Rick and Morty yeah okay I was just about to say somebody wrote in um, the show Bridgerton isn't that good. Have you watched it? Again, something I haven't watched okay. because my parents were watching it and I did not because because I, I knew there were a couple sexy scenes in there. And I <laughs> don't want to watch people in Victorian dresses perform the devil's tango for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Strangely, I know that's that's an unpopular opinion in itself. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's like okay if you go past the sexy people like just for the plot itself it's like yeah it's fine yeah but I watched it um over the winter break with my mom without knowing that like there were a bunch of very explicit sex scenes in it um so that was a little bit awkward but I think like I think the sets and the costumes and the premise of the show is very good um I think it did get a little bit overhyped because of the sex scenes. People were like, yeah. oh my God, they're so explicit. And also everyone in that show is so hot. So <laughs> especially- oh, Those like, are the only think, two selling factors you need. Yeah, I think people were like, were, were just completely in love with um, Regé Jean Page or Page, I don't really know how to say his name. I don't know. Um, who played like the Duke of Hastings, Simon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's the whole thing with like SNL. Anyways, long story I short. I saw him host SNL and that's all I know from Bridgerton. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you do like, that was the night that they did driver's license, right? The skit? I honestly, by watched it, I mean, I watched the in- introduction monologue and then. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I actually, no, I think I saw the driver's light. That was the, the pool table one, right? Where they're like yeah. at the, yeah. I saw that on TikTok the next day posted yeah. by SNL. <laughs> SNL TikTok is actually so funny. Did you see the one with, um, 
like when Timothy Chalamet hosted SNL and he and Pete no. Davidson were like, were like, oh, the better. skirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. I showed that oh, to my mom. Skirt that. It's so oh, funny. <laughs> Hey, you never, never loved me, mom, but I needed you, oh, it's so good, like every single it's time, so somebody wrote in, brown eyes are the prettiest, as an unpopular opinion, as a blue-eyed individual, I do agree, I think brown eyes are really pretty, because they end up a lot of the time from the brown eyes that I've studied so closely, they have like a lot more shades in them typically than other colored eyes. Like yeah. there's like hazel and then it has like little flicks of gold sometimes or green and it's just, ooh, I love brown eyes. I think they're adorable. Yeah. Plus like even have like pretty, any eyes in the sun are just gorgeous. Mm. Like brown eyes, especially they completely change color and it's like, they're like glowing and they're kind of honey colored or like they're this like really deep, rich, like, they're kind of the color of like dark chocolate or like semi-sweet chocolate yeah. and it's just they're so kind of angelic pretty. in my opinion yeah like, there's just there's so much more to brown eyes than I, I was about to put my eye up to the camera but <laughs> like mine is just like it's solid blue like it is one shade of blue and it's a nice color blue i love the color of my eyes but like brown is just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so this next unpopular opinion was written in by a very special somebody um and this somebody not you kate it's not you oh it is you okay maybe it is <laughs> not um maybe it's not guys i don't know i don't know could be hinting towards anybody um oh. but, but this person this unnamed person said that larry is a publicity stunt um and if you don't oh my know god what... whoever said this is so smart wow <laughs> um and if you don't know what larry is um for all the One Direction fans out there, it's basically this theory that like Louis Tomlinson and Harry Styles were in a long-term relationship. That theory is like a publicity stunt for One Direction. Mm -hmm. So Kate, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> well, let's think about that. I know we were, we talked about it very briefly before this episode, but I, I have two friends now who are complete Larry not like always believers but like wants to believe it and stands and they get so mad at me when i tell them it's a publicity stunt but like it just makes sense like there was something recently about like a sale for a, a, a like um what's his name louis had a 23 percent off sale or something and everyone's like oh my god it's larry confirmed because 23 is like a special number or something i'm like guys that is very obviously a marketing ploy to get you excited to go on the site and buy something and yeah. there's just like all these occurrences of them like looking at each other and everyone's freaking out because they looked at each other or like, oh my gosh, they're so caring towards each other. Yeah, because you would be too if you were in a band for what, like 10 years? Like you're allowed to have male friends who aren't gay lovers. <laughs> On one hand, like if it is true, they are very cute together. Oh yeah, no, I don't deny it's adorable. Yeah. I don't think it's real. But I don't know. I feel like the the instances are just like quite vague mm -hmm. and like it'd be like you and I making like really intense eye contact and like yeah. suddenly, you know, we're lovers. The, but that's the other thing is I feel like if it was between two girls, like if these instances were between two feminine people, it wouldn't 
be a big deal. They'd be like, oh my gosh, they're such good friends. But because it's between guys in the early 2000s, yeah, it's like, this is a relationship confirmed they are gay. That's fair. And That's fair. Guys, yeah. There are some things I can't fully explain. Like some, um, my friend who's obsessed with Larry keeps telling me about this interview where someone asks Harry if his song, what's it called? Like Ghosts or something is about Taylor Swift. And he's just like, no. And then he's asked if Sweet Creature is about Louie. And he stumbles over his words for like two minutes to basically say you can interpret it however you want. Platonic affection. Um, yeah. A lot of that can be taken away. And even like friendships between between like like female and male friendships, um, mm-hmm. it's just so overanalyzed, and like the media and whoever else is are hunting for like that news story that they can pull out the news yeah. of the relationship. So a lot of times they'll make up stories that completely just. Well, I don't know. I'm not famous, so it could I, be harmful. Like, are you kidding, Molly? You're famous to me. Oh, thanks. But I I feel like that would just be really awkward for some friendships because if like the Mm -hmm. whole world is insisting that you're in love, especially like, I think it kind of discourages casual affection between two members of a friendship, regardless of like what gender or sex. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like also when it comes to like male people, it's all men being affectionate has always not been looked upon i'm not very good with words has has not been been shown in a positive light like it, they're not manly and they're they're not strong if they're showing affection and stuff yeah. so i feel like especially when two affectionate people of the same sex especially when it comes to men are being affectionate with each other it's automatically they're gay and it's never their friends or yeah. they just appreciate each other it's always they're in a relationship because they're sensitive kind of thing and I think that can be very harmful as well have you seen the thing that like Louis said when he was asked about one of his songs and he was like I've never actually been asked about it directly but yeah conspiracy (laughs) on iPhones are gonna get a literally (laughs) my friend showed me that clip yesterday it's like part of me is like I want to be famous that'd be great I would never want to deal with paparazzi like that is the main thing that's like why would I ever want to be famous because that would be awful you can't even go to Target like literally going to a gas station can result in a mob that is terrifying people try to break into your house they like try to hack everything they like Mm -hmm. "Mm, no thanks that just does not (laughs) I'm good staying under the radar Somebody said, uh, nobody just inherently deserves respect. It needs to be earned. I agree in some senses. I don't think you should disrespect someone, but I don't think you should only respect them because of like their name or their power. Like I don't respect certain politicians and certain celebrities or people in mainstream media, but I'm not going to go up to someone I don't know and be disrespectful, if that makes sense yeah that's a that's like a having respect point. for someone and being respectful are two different things in my mind and that's kind of where I sit yeah I don't think I don't think you should hmm I don't know how to phrase <laughs> I can see your thinking face yeah I don't know how to phrase this but I think like if they there's that whole thing right of like people who are treated like authorities mm-hmm when you don't treat them like an authority, they don't treat you like a person because that's their yeah. 
uh, understanding of respect. Treat people with kindness. <laughs> Treat people with kindness. Yep. Everything goes back to Harry's house. But oh, always. Everything always. revolves yeah. around Harry. It's good to call out what's fake in social media. Like there's a there's a lot of um like TikToks going around that I'm seeing saying that like social media is fake and people who look very like toned and skinny and put together kind of thing will show how they pose and then relax and show like they bloat throughout the day because they eat and like this is normal stuff and calling that out I think that's good but I don't think you should go to someone's page and be like you're fake you're fake you're like you're affecting whatever I don't know yeah agreed <laughs> it's it's hard it's confusing but I think calling out general problems is good but I don't know how I feel about calling an individual fake because you don't know that's fair yeah yeah I think like I was I was actually reading a book about it a couple months ago. Um, it's another episode I want to do: the social media industrial complex. Um, yeah, but it was basically talking about how um, women and especially young girls. There's this idea perpetuated through social media that they have to project this image of effortless mm -hmm. perfection. Um, and that social media becomes another facet in their life that they yeah. feel they have to succeed in and compete with others in. Um, mm -hmm. And so it becomes what is essentially a glorified beauty contest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's, I feel that. The pose in the picture and then how if you pose a slightly different way, the picture is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And either it's, it's, is fine. Either is great. You do what makes you happy. You don't have to look like this media perfect whatever. You look like you because you are hot. Unpopular opinion because people uh, get get sad about themselves. Whoever is listening right now, you're hot. You look great or, and you're smart and you're funny and you're intelligent and you're perfect and keeping you consensual kisses. <laughs> yeah. A little hype. Exactly. A little hype. Some, is little it hype. Monday or Tuesday? Some Tuesday morning. Oh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday motivation, guys. Love you. This is. Um, okay. Next unpopular opinion. Uh, somebody said exes can and should be friends. Depends on how it ended. I think is my opinion because if, if it was mutual and it was kind and you genuinely were like, okay, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't gonna work out. Let's go back to where we started or let's just be friends i think it's a great way to kind of keep it from from becoming too hard if that makes sense like it, it can ease up the breakup a little bit to still be connected and still have that bond without being romantic so i think it's it's a good thing if it's possible to be friends with your ex i think that that's a good thing to do but if it ended like if someone's being toxic or god forbid abusive or something like that i don't think you should keep them in your life I don't think you should also be expected to keep in contact with your ex. Like, I don't think that should be an expectation. You do whatever makes you feel comfortable and you two come to a decision together and make sure everything's chill, you know? Yeah. I think in that way, it's kind of like a friendship, you know, like you have to know when to let mm -hmm. go of that friendship. And maybe it's a combination of both. Like maybe you need a little time away before you can be friends again, before you're like emotionally ready to be friends again. Mm -hmm. Um, and any and all combinations of that are fine yeah. with you. Okay. Totally valid. Yeah. Whatever ends up coming out. 
Okay. <laughs> and then our last unpopular opinion of today is, oh, it's harder to get over someone you never dated. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I have to think about this one. You start. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, I don't know because I've never really been in that serious of relationships whenever I have been in one. Samesies. Um, but I, speaking from personal experience, I had a crush on a guy for like, like I really, really liked him for like two, three years and I never oh, did wow. <laughs> Yeah, I know it was really bad and I never did That's anything convenient. about it. Um, and oh wait, I know who this is. Yeah, I know. Um, it's fine. He doesn't listen to this anyway. So, um, okay, <laughs> guys, his name. <laughs> yeah, let's not name drop. <laughs> We're not gonna but, do that. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I liked him for such a long time, and it took me so long, like, to get over him. And just when I thought I was over him something would happen and I'd be like oh well <laughs> wait a minute I could square one <laughs> so I think I don't know it depends on the person but so in my experience it is harder yeah. to get over someone you never dated but yeah okay you go <laughs> for all of my experiences with that I've never had trouble getting over it because it never turned into anything I also have a very difficult time determining platonic crushes as in like I want to be your friend really bad and like actual like romantic crushes yeah so that also adds a level of like I don't know how I feel about you kind of thing but like I've I've the longest crushes I've had were like a couple months and then it just kind of goes away whether we become friends and I'm like oh this is actually what I wanted or if we like change classes like in the quad segment whatever how school is working right now it's like oh I forgot they existed because I don't see them anymore kind of thing yeah. so I don't personally have any trouble getting over them because nothing came out of it like if yeah. we'd started dating then I probably would but because it stopped at whatever it was it's like okay next like <laughs> keep them coming down the line <laughs> thank so you next yeah thank you next. um follow-up question what's your yeah. opinion crushes in general because I know some people some people don't like the word crush because it just seems like it makes it seem so much more trivial than mm -hmm. it is and then some people think like oh it's stupid you should just tell someone that you like them you some person oh. um at me and um, <laughs> um and then no I'm such a chicken I will wait and if nothing happens because the other person doesn't approach me it wasn't meant to be I will not make the first move I'm, I'm, yeah, it's just, it's the non-confrontational side of us. And also, yeah. I think <laughs> it's like another I talk a big game. I'm like, you should go up to him and tell him how you feel. And then when it comes to me, I'm like, no, I'm good. Whatever yeah, happens, yeah. Man. Like, Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. It's fine. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about crushes. I think it's nice to have a word for it, especially with me. I like to have a word for everything and like a label and stuff. It's just one of the weird things about my brain. But I don't see something wrong with it, but it also kind of divides people in my head, if that makes sense. Like they turn from friend or classmate to crush category. And then I have a different view of them and it can mess with my interactions. 
So I don't like that aspect. As- wow. I don't like that aspect of it, of like changing how I view them as a person, but I like having something to call them because they're more than a friend in my mind. Yeah. Did that make any sense? It did. That was me no. trying to put. <laughs> no, I get what you mean. Like, like, I feel like the word crush doesn't encompass like the way I would feel yeah. for them. But at the same time, it's not just like that guy or girl who I think is like attractive. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. yeah. I also feel like it's in, like my rating goes friend or acquaintance and then crush and then like and then in love. That's which fair. I've not reached. <laughs> so yeah, that, that bar is pretty high. That's that's way <laughs> up. Yeah. Anyways, maybe one day. <laughs> no. Oh, that's the can I just go on a really quick tangent? Please do. My friend and I have been debating um this this idea of being able to only ever love one person and being with them for the rest of your life. That freaks me out. Cause my friends change every year. Like you, you and my my core besties have stayed with me since like grade seven at least or grade eight. But like otherwise, my friends change every year. My attractions change every year. How can I find one person and be with them for forty years? Like that just freaks me out. Yeah. And I know that like some people like divorce, separation, that kind of thing is a thing. But I I just I don't get how people stay in such long relationships. Like I don't I don't like that. I, that freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, my, um, it's, it's just, it's a weird thought, I think, especially since, you know, I feel like when you're a teenager, nothing is that permanent. Mm-hmm. I guess it's, I guess it's like a long-term friendship. I don't see my best friends every day and our friendship is great because I don't see them every day. But if I wake up and go to sleep and that whole day I'm with the same person, does that not like, kill your attraction to them like that's too much i get tired of people even if i love them like my best friend i'll be with her like all day and then i'll be socially drained by the end of the day and i'll be done and i'm like okay i'll talk to you tomorrow i can't talk to anyone else today i'm spent like how do people do that that drives me nuts i think regardless of your like if you're like an introvert ambivert extrovert you do need that time to like rest and recharge. Otherwise it's just too much and you're going to burn out from your friendships yeah. or relationships, whatever. But I guess you just Any have to- ships. Any ships. Yeah. <laughs> is that the, sorry, tangent. Um, is that yeah. the cow print bag that you made for emotional baggage? Yeah. Guys, go follow my small business. Oh, I yeah. can't reach. Actually, dude, she makes the most adorable masks and she embroiders and she like sews cute cow print bags and scrunchies. And I would like also, to buy all drop. Of I'm adding keychains to my Etsy store. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay. And they're the cheapest order. thing on my store. So if you want something, if you want to support or you want something really cute to add to your keychain or your water bottle, go check out my Etsy store. What's the link? Where can they find you? Okay. Instagram I think is emotional baggage shop and my Etsy is emotional baggage CA. That makes me so love your pod. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. We and now the media is gonna think we're gay for each other. Apparently so. Yeah. (laughs) Oh what you gonna do? Yeah. (laughs) Well anyways.
those are all of the unpopular opinions that we had that was super fun it was we i could go on seven them. tangents we just talked for like two hours i love that though nice yeah that's <laughs> sums up our friendship pretty much yeah just yeah. tangent on top of tangent <laughs> oh my gosh so good so good well thank you for coming on to this episode thank you for having me again i love it here mm -hmm. i love you guys <laughs> do it for the fans do it for the fans i know everyone's coming for me they love me so much. of course that's the only reason like oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah whenever kate comes on an episode it just like viewership or viewership just skyrockets just billions of people watch because i'm really famous true Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Importance of Everything, the podcast. If you guys want to go see what Kate is selling in her Etsy store, the link is in the description below, as is her Instagram. Go follow her on there for more info. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you have a great day and see you next week.